What's up? This is your boy speaking on Audacity. I'm Andrew Rice. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm James the Jastor Stewart. I'm Alex Musselwhite. <laughs> and you're listening to Monster Bash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Puke Puke. A flying wyvern known to possess poisonous toxins in its body. It's been spotted storing scatternuts in its mouth or tail, coating them with poison and spitting them out at threats. Does that in its introductory yeah. cutscene, doesn't it? It does that during on as well. Like if you let them, like you fly up to the high high parts of the ancient forest and like well not high up parts, but parts where like the scatternuts are about, and you you'll see them and eat on them. I think I think he did it in the. The hunt we we just recorded, mm. which you'll see next week. Um, Do, th- like, what what do you mean by spitting them out? Like, like I, I can't. He some. I think that's part of like, see when he's spitting really? like poison. Like, I think the seeds come out at the same time. That's why like it does like a good bit of damage. If you're hit by the poison, not only just getting the poison status. Yeah, see, I can think. I can think of throwing up. I've never really noticed that they are scatter nuts personally, but. There you go. That could just be me being ignorant. So it is uh, another chameleon monster mm-hmm. in the series. Big tongue, big tongue. Yes. Your favourite. Um, so <laughs> this this tongue, guy's tongue big. is okay because... Oh, you can handle that. Even, even when he like, licks his own eyes. It's not like... I've not seen him do that before. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it, it's not like long in in obscenely long like like your boy Volvedon. Hmm. It's it's it reminds me of one of those like party streamers <laughs> that you pull. Like it, it seems like it like inflates when he when he sticks his tongue out. It's like it's like an in between like tongue like of like Volvadon and Camellios. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so this this tongue is fine, and this monster is also fine. I actually quite yeah, like I really like his design. It's fun. Um. I don't know if you remember, but during the beta they did, like this guy felt super exciting because like he could get the chance to turn up. Yeah, just like random in the ancient chance, forest, yeah. like rather than having like what was it was it Antonav you were hunting in the ancient forest in like Great Jagras yeah. and R- Raphalos, and this guy could turn up, so he felt super exciting. Whereas really he's like the fourth, third monster in the game, the third new monster. <laughs> or like fan videos like going about where like the first person like that discovered them like some like German. Like most of our player, and he was just like going crazy, like when he found them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it just felt like, oh my god, it's Pookie Pookie! Oh, it's so exciting! And it's just, it's just Pookie Pookie's there in the game really easily, really, really. Yeah, he's like very, very. <laughs> he's quite interesting in the high rank though. Like when, like yeah, when they introduce him in high rank, like he, the difference from like low rank version to high rank version is like it's really massive in my opinion. Like when they start like spewing the poison smoke about with his tail yes yeah that's a cool that's a cool movie does mm. um it's quite interesting as well because he's the first monster you encounter in high rank and he's meant to be like your introduction to 
this this is this is harder monsters now. This is this is this is the big boys monster hunter game. Yep. Um, which if you're a new player to the series, the way they kind of set that up is pretty cool, because they, they do have that kind of air of mystery about this Pookie Pookie is not in the ancient forest. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why is he so strong? So that's interesting. I like that. I like that they did that. Um, what were your thoughts on the Piggy Piggy when you first squared up them there, Mas? Uh Well, I, I remember last week I talked about how uh, Kuliaku taught you a lot about spacing yourself. Yeah. I think one of the... Like, Piggy Piggy kind of takes that to the next level because you have to deal with uh, poison. Uh, they actually have to deal with, like, area of effect and poison stuff for the first time. Mm. And uh, one of the things I think... I didn't realize so much at the time, but it really like hits home uh, for new players. Is uh, you know you actually have to prepare for hunts. So if you don't have any antidotes on you, uh, you know poison's a thing. It's it's gonna hurt <laughs> if you just try and yeah. suck it up. So because um, that's something that in the first two fights in the game, you don't really have to worry about it too much. The game does sort of make a point of saying you should probably prepare, but you can kind of just wing it. And it, it's not that Puki Puki is a particularly super challenging fight uh but it's quite a nice introduction into um the first element of the game so it's it's a memorable fight for that reason as a new player because it, it again it's throwing a, a a new mechanic at you um that you have to get to grips with um yeah he's the first so that one was that good. like inflicts a, a status mm. isn't he yeah that's right yeah he's the first status element well, so he's the monster isn't he? so mm. yeah yeah and uh, I think you, you, they're quite forgiving in that sense that they do have a ready-made item set that's yeah, got like uh, antidotes in it. So you know, if if you do some, if you do faint to this monster as a new player, then eventually you'll make your way to the item box and you'll see that they've already created this mm-hmm. this this uh, little set you can take and probably win with because uh, you've got all you need in a little set: potions, meat, and. Antidotes. I mean, I I don't think I'd ever stumbled upon the item sets to be fair that's that's some crazy shit I, I think had just not told me about it back in Monster Hunter 4 <laughs> I probably <laughs> never discovered that so you think? I, I genuinely don't think I would it's a there's a lot of menus there's a feature. lot of menus to go mm. through like, I think it's easier to manage in world like I find because like, it's like it's like there like it's like you just, you, when you go into the item set if you press options like it, it brings it up like the whole pouch mm-hmm but that's it. I definitely played through all of three uh, U without ever making one because I just didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, equipment. They had equipment in three U. They never had item sets though. Four. Oh, did they not? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, item sets were new to four for ultimate. I think what's quite interesting about Pookie Pookie is and. That you know he's he's obviously designed after a lizard and a and a chameleon with his <laughs> with his with his face and his tongue and everything, but he's got that monster thing of being like weirdly bird like because he's got like like those green and purple yeah. feathers yeah. and he's got the tail and he can fly about and he's got the kind of bird yeah, wyvern stance. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me almost in a little way then because of the fact, especially because he, he he chucks poison of. Uh, Yangaruga in a, in a weird kind of way. Hmm. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, and I think he does the the classic bird wyvern thing of the Yangaruga like whip his tail around him, doesn't he? Like the 
Yeah. T62 whip. I'm sure I mean, he does. He's, he's, he's much less aggressive than the Yangaruga, but yeah, I can certainly see that they fill a, fulfill a similar role. I don't know. Like, when, when he when he gets enraged, like, he does that Yangaruga thing of his, like, his eyes and his face all going red. So mm-hmm. I think they were, you know, probably more than likely drawn inspiration from the Yangaruga when they were looking at Pookie Pookie. I wonder if it's uh, because Pookie Pookie is the first uh, toxic animal that you face and obviously in in the wild like when i think of a toxic animal i think of those uh you know those like various poisonous frogs you get that are like these really vivid blues or reds or whatever mm-hmm. these colors that say i'm really poisonous so like you know you could eat me but you'll you'll die so like don't <laughs> um and it's i like you know when when pukey pukey is in his rage mode that's the time you're most likely to be affected by his poison so i wonder if it's a little uh a little hint to sort of Animal Kingdom stuff as well that the designer had in mind when they did that. I think kind of universal like red equals danger mm. is something they do quite often in Monster Hunter. Like and like they always have like the kind of red angry faces, the, mm-hmm. the steam kind of puffing out from their nostrils, and the general overall impression that this monster is fucking pissed. It's mm. gonna take it down. Yeah, I gotta um, say, like it's the first rage mode that I think I really noticed. Yeah. as a player because there's a very striking visual change and and like a, yeah. a fairly striking behavioral change as well like it's it's very clear that the pukey pukey is much more agitated uh when it's enraged so i think yeah, he does like he kind of like throws his arms out and kind of runs at you like with reckless abandon doesn't he hmm. if i remember rightly because he said arms Just... there like it's the picture on like a pukey pukey with actual arms so it's, it's <laughs> like actual human biceps actual human arms yeah <laughs> Don't want to think of it. We're doing a weird thing on the like that. We did the Killer Yaku, like we humanized him. Like he's going for a job interview, and then Pookie Pookie has arms, and he's clearly got wings. Why, <laughs> why, man? Like the... <laughs> like, I know what you mean, though, but it's just <laughs> like the vestigial like arms. Batman. You're the one setting up that picture on my mind now. So, what do you mean, like Batman? <laughs> Got no wings, really. like, oh, he's got a cape. <laughs> yeah, but he, has to, he must have to hold his cape, surely. Like and with his arms. With his <laughs> arms. Yeah, that's what it is. Like he's, it's just a cape that Pookie Pookie's got now. It's just hiding his arms underneath his cape. To be honest, I am now very much wondering how like Batman's cape works. So <laughs> that's a whole rabbit hole to go down there, Andy. <laughs> No, there's only one monster of a cape, and that's my boy Gormagala. I was just going to bring up there the fact in the notes there it says the behaviour of the Pookie Pookie is known to like bully the smaller monsters, and now that we've mentioned that he's got like big bicep, like muscle bound <laughs> arms <laughs> that he's just going about clotheslining, like all the small, hey, come, all the come small along monsters. And put, puts Greg Jagras on a headlock. Yeah. <laughs> like he starts scratching his head with his knuckles. <laughs> Can we nuke <laughs> Yeah. Noogie noogie. Then, <laughs> and then Anjanaf comes along and takes him, takes him down a peg or two. Yeah. I was just going to say, following on from, you know, there's the, the observational report that says he bullies smaller monsters, but then it goes on to say that, you know, the first sign of danger, he legs it. And I was just wondering if any of you guys have sort of noticed that in, like, pukey pukies in the game or not. Like, I've not. No, see, that's the thing. Like, he, he always seems to. Maybe it's just because I've been fighting him. Like, at the same time as a monster comes in. I think he legs it from Anjanath pretty quickly. Like, it, it's very rare he hangs like, around. I think there's other monsters that show that off a lot better. 
Um, like, well, I mean, Kuliaku is one of them. Like, Kuliaku, if another monster comes up, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to take my egg and I'm off. See us. Mm. And, uh, we'll I don't talk. know. Like, Kulis often smashes him with a rock. Like, I rarely Yeah, he'll hit him with a rock and then he'll run pretty quickly, like, afterwards. Yeah, but I, I rarely see a Pookie, like, actually fighting back against the big monster. Like, mm. he might get attacked a bit himself, but he doesn't really go back for the monster. He's just attacking That's fair. you while you're in the area. Yeah. That's like, fair. He, know, he knows who he can beat and he'll fuck off if he can't. That's fair. I mean, I think, I think. The monster that does it best, and we'll probably talk this a bit more in length in his episode, is probably Sisiaku, in terms of, you know, being a big old coward. Um, I, once, no, once again, I think that it's definitely more Pookie's thing than him, but, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I, I, don't, I don't see Pookie facing off against anything that is not weaker than him. Like, he may be in the area, but often not for long, and he certainly won't directly attack them. Sisi uh, will flash anything, so... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I've not really noticed it myself. <laughs> not really noticed it myself. Um, what what I was going to say there is interestingly, thanks to our um, our esteemed reporter from Japan, has been pouring away in the Monster Hunter annals for weeks on end now. Um, has identified that Pookie Pookie was based on flowers, and one of his design concepts was of an accordion, which. That's like because his, his tail's like that, like in higher rank, like it yeah. all puffs up, it stretches out, yeah. kind of like an accordion. Oh yeah. Oh, he kind of he, he nails himself in the ground, doesn't he? Or that Raffian I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Raffian. Um, don't you think of Kezu? No, he, like, he he props himself on the ground by the tail, but I think that's Raffian I'm getting confused with. No, it's, I think it's just for the fact that he's, when he spews out the, he only does this in high rank when his tail like puffs up. That's when he's getting ready to spew out like the poisonous area of effects, like oh, smoke, yeah, and like it just yeah. kind of falls like up like an accordion, really. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, in terms of his name, speaking of our esteemed, uh, our esteemed reporter, is uh, the the name just comes from the Japanese name. Uh, I guess that's just pookie pookie, but it's like puke puke. They yeah. spelt like that. Um, it's so it's just the Romanized version. Considering what he does, pukes up a load of poison, as uh, as Lucas said here. It does mean something else in the in the Philippines, though. Does anyone want to read our, our read our boys' notes here? <laughs> and, <laughs> jump on it means vagina. <laughs> please, please don't. Do- Say that again with your mouth so close to the mic. <laughs> I moved it closer just for that as well. <laughs> yeah, I first, I first heard like that brought up by a uh, Gaijin Hunter. Like actually, and he like kind of thought it was quite funny as well. <laughs> so there you go. If you're a listener in the Philippines, then you probably laughed a lot at this boy. Like a lot of instances like that, though, with like monster names passed down, like present, I'm sure. Where they just don't fully think through like the full translation. It's got to be I tough, mean, you like... can't think through like all hundred odd, two hundred, whatever there is languages. Yeah. Like. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Just chuck into Google Translate, and if it comes up with a red word, just go, "Oh, back to the drawing board." I mean, I imagine that happens for most words. <laughs> <laughs> End up on Urban Dictionary, you know. <laughs> Especially with this um, game, when it's going to be like all the names are quite similar whether you read them in English or in Japanese so yeah we spoke about Camellios earlier on and it's it is pretty interesting that um, Camellios Kishaladeora and Teostra have always been a bit of a a, a terrible trio mm-hmm. turn along turn up with each other like I think they're meant to be like kind of a 
like a, almost like a weapon, a rock paper scissors kind of triangle element to them yeah. all. Um, and we've got Kishal in this game, we've got Teostra in this game, but no Camellios, which maybe is because they didn't want two chameleon monsters in a game. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just like, or maybe they wanted like a, a specific like new monster that controls like the poison like status, other than obviously Rathian. It might just be because uh, the roster of monsters in Monster Hunter World is a bit smaller um, than the other ones. So they, I think, in the, I think that one of the strengths of this game is that each fight feels quite unique, and they probably yeah. didn't want too much of an overlap. So you're probably onto something there. But I mean, I think Caminos is separate enough that it wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, to me, the issues would be more around like his effects would be quite difficult for World, like the mist in the area. I think I don't really see that that fitting quite so well. Not in the, the world yeah, like not in the areas we've got, and like from from, yeah. from the areas we've got, it wouldn't really work, um, unless they had it kind of like a rainforesty effect in the ancient really? forest. Yeah, but I even then, I wouldn't really see that working there. I think they would need kind of like a more of a swamp area for that to come across as a, a yeah. believable effect. So I, I'd see where you're coming from there. So that's our episode on the Pookie Pookie all wrapped up. Next week, big old fish, Gerathus, to join us for that mudfish. one. Mudfish. Big old mudfish. Um, I, I was not thinking of a pun for that one because no, clearly. Um, <laughs> no. At last, the, the times where I've actually sat and spent effort on trying to think of a pun, you've all gone, oh, blah, boo. <laughs> yeah. That is the correct reaction I, to any. I've sat and put effort into my puns. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> While I try and, you know, stop myself from crying about that comment, Andy, please tell him where to find us. Um, you can find us on Twitter, we're at Monster Mash Pod, on Facebook, Monster Mash. Our YouTube has now been relabeled to Monster Mash Podcast, so we are Hooray! actually yeah, And actually, like, really easy to find now, because it comes up instantly. Exactly, yes. so you can Enough. go on there, you can see the, the hunts for the last two weeks. Um, worth and obviously next week you'll be able to see this one in all its glory. Yes. Um, and uh, it, it, on your podcast apps, you can subscribe and uh, leave us a comment, give us some five stars, you know, all that jazz. And uh, yeah, there you go. And please tweet at AndyMan949 um, how Batman's cape works. <laughs> or pictures on muscle bound cookies. <laughs> I want to know. With diagrams, <laughs> <laughs> extensive diagrams on how it works. <laughs> But despite that, thank you for listening. See ya. Cheerio. Cheers. Goodbye. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to intervene. <laughs> I like the fact that the no has also become a part of the outro in my mind. No. No. <laughs> That's the worst impression of Jay I've heard. No. And I've tried it myself. No. He that that pookie pookie just took chunks out of you. Yeah, he had it. He had it to himself. Wait, what is this, Lancy boy? Lancy boy, Andrew Rice here. I've been changing weapons every time. Have you not noticed? <laughs> I was in Segway last week. And...
Yeah, we, we remember right. that. Who could forget the insect glaive and <laughs> He didn't. He possibly the orange bucket. He purely because. It's purely because of uh, the fact we're now recording these hunts. You want to be unique. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid to admit it. <laughs> just staying true to to my my OG weapon. Now, to be fair, I have actually got like quite a few weapons like in this game after. Generally being tasked with being the man who does photos and such. I just like walking through them as well, like hundred each time. Shit! Oh, that was a bit close, Andy. Bit close. It, was, it was a bit close. I, I'm not gonna lie. Get back to your orange insect glaive shit, mate. <laughs> there was no orange insect glaive <laughs> shit. This is the problem. <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh shit, hey, we've got dumb pods. Oh, I can, I can ward off the uh, anti boy. Although, supposedly Pukey Pukey runs away quite quickly. Oh, you got him in here. Save it for the cast. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Spoilers. That's what I was going to say. We could have shown it in the video. <laughs> Mind you, the oh, cast actually. Oh, we can show it. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> Oh dear, that's the Anjanath, just swiped you there, he just didn't care about the dog. Yeah. I, I think, um, <laughs> I think uh, when it comes around to Anjanath time, we'll probably need to wear armour. No, <laughs> I mean, we will be focusing on the Anjanath, so that that might help. I, like, I still think we're going to need armour if he just literally killed you and us in one hit. I mean, we were. I think that we were standing in poison as well. Like, yeah, uh, there were new, uh, numerous factors, a number of factors there. In numerous factors. The lack of armor didn't help, but you know. No. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, but I think if we were actually going for the Aginath, we'd have stood a better chance. I disagree. Well, <laughs> you can fuck off to shit town. Oh, that is <laughs> savage, Andy. Already lived there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don Fairman. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Broke Pookie Pookie's head with the falling shield slam there, which is uh, the best thing I've done in three of these hunts so far. Hey! And nothing went wrong with the recording at all. I think we're going to work around it, like, we've got most of it. STOP TALKING ABOUT IT! <laughs> you fucking brought it up! It's making a comedy joke, which just evolved into an argument. Turned into a tragedy joke. <laughs>